Hello, I'm Cheryl, and this is Sleep Tight Relax, a calming bedtime podcast for the young and young at heart. Our sleep story is the fourth chapter of Flop Ear the Rabbit. Flop Ear took his family to go and get some cabbage, but the farmer came out and chased them all away. Lady Munch told them to split up and run, and now Flop Ear is lost. Will he be able to find his way home? But before we continue with our story, let's take a moment to relax. We can practice our deep breathing anytime or anywhere. But before bed, let's first turn down the lights, get comfortable, and make sure that everything feels as it should. Now, close your eyes if you'd like and we'll begin with a few slow, deep belly breaths. Each time you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your belly. When you breathe in, be sure to slowly breathe through your nose. And when you breathe out, try to push all the air out of your lungs. Breathe in and breathe out. Notice how you feel when you take these deep breaths, how you get more and more relaxed with each breath, how the weight of your body sinks into the bed. Breathe in and breathe out. Throughout this time of relaxation and our story, thoughts of the day or the day to come may enter your mind. That's okay and normal. When they come, just try to return your attention to your breathing, to the story and music. Breathe in and breathe out. Perfect. Let's continue with Flop Ear, the Funny Rabbit, Chapter 4. The little lost rabbit sat up on his hind legs and looked all around him. He was in the middle of a big woods, and while he liked the trees, the moss, and the fallen leaves, which rustled under his feet, still Lop Ear liked best his own woods where he had always lived. He did not know this woods at all. I wonder where Pinknose and Snuggle are, thought Lop Ear. I wonder if they are as lost as I am. Then, even though he was lost, Lop Ear could not help feeling hungry. And as he saw before him a tree, the bark of which he knew was good to eat, 
he nibbled some of it. That makes me feel a little better, he said to himself. Now I will try once more to find my house and my father and mother. Again, Lop Ear set off through the woods, looking all around him for a sight of the open door of his burrow underground. But though he saw holes where groundhogs or woodchucks lived in fields near the woods, and though he saw some holes in which snake crawled, he did not see his own home, and it made him lonesome. Then he happened to remember a way rabbits have of calling to one another by thumping their feet on the ground. That is the way rabbits call to one another when they are too far off to talk, for a rabbit does not have a very loud voice. And a rabbit does not need to put his ear to the ground to listen to the thumps of another rabbit. He can hear well enough without that. That's what I'll do, thought Floppier. I will give a pounding call, and Papa or Mama may be near enough to hear. Oh, I hope they are, for I want to go home. Floppier raised himself on his hind feet, and then he thumped with his front feet two or three times, making a sound like a little drum. Then Floppier listened. He did not hear any other thumps in answer to his own. Well, I'll go a little way and try once more, he said to himself. Maybe they will hear this time. Once more, Floppier thumped on the ground, but though he listened very carefully, all he could hear was the wind blowing through the trees and the dried leaves rustling as he scampered through them. Oh dear, thought poor Floppier, I don't know what to do. I surely am lost worse than I ever was before. Once when he was a little baby rabbit, Floppier had wandered a little way off from the burrow. His mother had been out with him, but he had ran on ahead and when he looked back, he could not see his mother nor the burrow where he lived. He had been very frightened then, and he had started to cry, being only a baby, and afraid of being lost. But then his mother suddenly came running around a stump behind which she had gone to get some nice red wintergreen berries. And she dried the tears of Floppier on her soft fur and showed him that the burrow was only about two jumps away behind a big rock. I was only lost a little bit that time, thought Floppier, but this time I am lost a whole lot. I wish I had not run so far from home. I didn't mean to, went on Floppier. It was the man and the dog that scared me away. I'd never run away from it myself, but what will I do? Floppier was tired from running so much and from thumping on the ground. So, when he found a place where some soft moss grew near a tree, he lay down to rest 
And all the while, he wondered how he was ever going to get home again. Then, up in the tree over his head, Flopier heard a bird singing. And as he could speak bird language, as well as animal talk, Flopier asked, Little bird, do you know where my home is? I am lost. Chirp, chirp, answered the little bird. No, I am sorry to say I do not know where your home is. But if you like, you may come and live in my house. And where is your house? asked Flopier, thinking he might stay there overnight, as it was now getting rather dark. My home is a nice nest up in this tree, chirped the bird. If you come up, though, you must be very careful, for I have eggs in my nest. What are you going to do with them? Color them for Easter? asked Flopier, for, being a rabbit, he knew about Easter eggs, you see. What? Color my nice eggs? cried the bird. No, indeed. I am going to hatch some little birdies out of them. Besides, my eggs are colored already. They are a beautiful blue. If you come up, you can see them. If your eggs are blue, then you must be a robin, said Flopier. I am, was the answer. Are you coming up to stay in my nest? But please be careful not to break the eggs if you do. No, thank you. I cannot come up, said Flopier. It is very kind of you to ask me, but I cannot climb a tree. And besides, I am afraid I am too large to fit in your nest without breaking the eggs. Well, perhaps you are, the bird said, but I am sorry you are lost. I'm sorry too, said Flopier. Perhaps I can fly around and look for your burrow, the robin said. Shall I try? If you wouldn't mind, Flopier answered. So the bird flew around through the woods, looking down on the ground, trying to see Flopier's home. But she could not, for the little rabbit had run very fast to get away from the man and had traveled farther than he had thought he had. No, I cannot find your home, I am sorry to say, said the bird as she came back to the tree under which Flopier was resting. I could not see it anywhere. Never mind, you did the best you could and I thank you, returned the rabbit. I'll run along myself and see if I can find it. If I can't, I suppose I will have to stay out in the woods all night. I do that myself up in my nest, said the robin, so if you get lonely, come and sleep near this tree. I will, thank you, answered Flopier. Off he went again. And then, all of a sudden, Flopier heard the banging noise again, though it was not very close to him. Oh, there's that man once more, cried the little rabbit. I must run on again. Pretty soon, Flopier was tired, and he had to stop to rest. He listened, but he did not hear the banging again. It was almost dark now, and Flopier remembered what his father had said, 
that the men did not stay out after dark. So I'll be all right for a while, said Flop Ear. On and on he went, now and then stopping to nibble at some sweet bark or pick up a few berries. And pretty soon, Flop Ear came out of the woods and found himself in a field. Ah, maybe I can find some cabbages or carrots in here, he thought. But as soon as Floppier looked at the field, he knew it was neither a cabbage nor a carrot field. There was short, stubbly grass in the field. It was what is called a meadow. In the middle of the field was something that looked like a big hill or a small mountain. I wonder what that is, said Floppier to himself. I guess I'll hop over and take a look. Across the meadow he went, and when he came to the big pile, he found it was hay that had been cut and stacked up, ready to be hauled into the barn. Huh, hay, said Floppier. I can burrow under that and sleep tonight. It will be a nice place, and no one can find me there. I can also eat some of the hay. Hay is grass, dried, you know, and rabbits like to nibble a little of that. So Flop Ear crawled under the stack of hay and, after eating a little, he felt sleepy. His eyes closed. Flop Ear woke up in the morning feeling hungry. All he had to do was to reach out and eat part of his hay bed in which he had slept. I think that was rather funny. It isn't everyone who can get a breakfast as easily as that. How would you like to reach out in the morning when you wake up and eat part of the pillowcase, a bit of the sheet, and perhaps nibble off one of the flowers on the quilt? I guess it would not taste as good as your breakfast, would it? No, indeed. But a rabbit is different. They like hay, and they can sleep in it as well as eat it. So Flop Ear had no trouble getting his breakfast. And he knew that in the woods and fields all around him grew many other things he could eat. So, even though I am lost, I will not go hungry, thought Flopier. But still, I don't want to be lost. I want to find my home, my mother, my father, and Snuggle and Pink Nose. I want to see my grandma, Lady Munch, too. Oh, how I wish that man had never come to our woods. But there was no use wishing that now. Lopier was far away from home, and he must do the best he could, either to find his way back to it or to look for a new home. It is summer now, thought the little rabbit, and it will be all right to sleep out in the fields or woods without going down into the underground burrow. But if I do not find my home before cold weather comes, I will have to dig a new one for myself. I wonder if I have forgotten how to dig. I guess I'll go out and try it now. 
Out from the warm little nest he had made for himself in the hay came Flop Ear. He found a soft place in the field and began to dig in the dirt, pawing it under him in a pile by scratching with his front paws, almost as your dog does when he feels like digging. I haven't forgotten my digging lessons, said Flop Ear, so I will be all right when winter comes. But it is a long way off yet. Now to try again to find my home. He had just left the spot where he had dug the little hole in the meadow when, all at once, he heard a dog barking. Oh, I wonder if that is Don or another dog, thought Flop Ear. He looked quickly over his shoulder and he saw a dog running toward him. It wasn't Don. It was a strange dog. Get out of this field, barked the dog. Run away or I'll chase you. He spoke very crossly. My, you are not as nice and polite as Don was when he let me get the cabbage, thought Flop Ear as he bounded away. I am not hurting your field. I only dug a little hole in it and ate some hay, and there is a whole mountain of it left. Flop Ear did not stop to say this to the barking dog but spoke as he ran on, for the dog was coming after him. Woof, woof, barked the dog. I'll catch you, rabbit. Oh, no, you won't, answered Flop Ear. You can't catch me. Rabbits can run and hop very fast, you know, but of course Flop Ear was only a little fellow, not fully grown, and the dog was a big one. So the rabbit, looking back, saw that the dog was getting nearer and nearer. I must trick him, said Flop Ear to himself. I must run in the woods where he cannot see me. Then he can only follow me by smelling. And when I get a chance, I'll cross some water. And then the dog can't even smell my steps. Pretty soon, Flop Ear came to the woods In among the bushes he jumped, and now he was hidden from the dog. Oh, but I can still get you, barked the dog. I'll smell you out with my sharp nose. No, you won't, thought Flop Ear, for he did not want to talk to the dog now, or the angry animal might find the little white rabbit. On and on ran Flop Ear as fast as he could go. The dog still came after him, for every time Flop Ear's feet touched the ground, they left a smell there which the dog could follow. But pretty soon, Flop Ear came to a brook running through the woods. Now here's where I trick that dog, thought the rabbit. So Flop Ear went close to the edge of the water, jumped in where it was not very deep, and waded downstream going as fast as he could, splashing drops all over. But he did not mind that, as the day was warm. Besides, it was better to be wet than to have a dog catch him. After going down the brook quite a distance, Flop Ear went all the way across it to the other side. And then 
he felt that he need not hurry so. The dog cannot smell me where I am now, he said to himself, and this was true. Barking and growling, the dog came to the edge of the brook where Floppier had waded into the water, but the rabbit was out of sight. Then the dog had to stop a minute. Now, which way did that rabbit go? He asked himself. For you see, the smell of the rabbit's feet will not stay on the water. That was where the dog was puzzled. I guess the rabbit jumped across the brook and is in the woods on the other side, said the dog. I'll go over there myself. So across the water went the dog. But when he got on the other side, he could neither see Floppier nor smell where he was. For the rabbit was quite a way down the stream, you see. The dog ran all around, trying to get some of the rabbit's smell, but he could not. He got away from me after all, said the dog. I call that a mean trick. But for Floppier, it was a good trick. He did not want to be caught by any dog. So Floppier got himself out of one danger. And that is the end of our story for tonight. I can't wait to see what Floppier does next. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>